Just my my lighting settings here just a little bit. Hey, that, there we go. I think it's a little bit better. A little bit better. Well, um, Zach, it's been a good day around here. I just got done eating some pork chops and mashed potatoes. What's it hadn't been good over broccoli? here. It has not been good over here. Not good, man. I mean, I mean, I went and played a few holes of golf, came home, ate well, a pork chop. Good for watched you. Some, watched some Monday night football a little bit, you know. Fantasy's been kicking tail this weekend. Hey, hey. Now, I did get me a dub in fantasy this weekend. My guy, Josh Allen went. Here's my mistake, though. I left the Buffalo Bills. I left the Buffalo Bills defense on the bench, and I left Cade York on the bench. Big mistake. Cade York put up 16 points. Brutal. As a kicker. Hey, just a little piece of advice. You may want to leave the Bills defense out there. Probably the best defense in the league. Here's why I did it. Look, the Saints, I have the Saints defense. They were going up against it, the Dookie Bird Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> and the Bills were going up against the dead gum defending <laughs> Super Bowl champions, right? Right, right. So I'm right. like, so they project, they project. For the Saints to do a little bit better than the Bills. So I was like, all right, I'll put, Never I'll put trust the Saints the projections. in. Never trust them. And then the New England kicker, Folk, whatever his name is, he projected to do a little bit better than Cade York. Yep, so yep. Like, all right. Let me tell you something, Reagan. I'm not putting the Buffalo Bills <laughs> or Cade York on the bench the rest of the season until it's their bye week, nah, period. Nah, you should have known better on Cade York, man. You should have known better. Literally, literally walked it off. Literally. Literally, yeah, literally won the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude's Four cold. Minutes. Dude's cold. 16 points. Why you but guess what? Bro. It didn't matter. It didn't matter because I still destroyed my competition. Your boy also, I think, was like the second highest in points uh, for the week. <laughs> And that was with like thirty to forty something points on the bench. Oh, more than that, I didn't go back and look at it. But anyways, yeah, yeah, I was very pleased. I was very pleased with with my fantasy this week. Uh, I had already won the game. I also have Jerry Judy playing tonight, and he caught a sixty seven yard do well. touchdown just to add just to add salt to the wound of uh, my, my opponent. Bench. But nonetheless, it's been a good weekend. It's a good start to the week. Um, been a great start to the week, and hey, the Tigers won. The Tigers win. Quick update, uh, Brian Kelly's quick update. update. That's how much points is on my bench right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> Yet I still won. I still won almost 90 yeah. points on my fantasy team bench. And yet I still won. And Clyde went off for me. Clyde Edwards Alaire. Yep. yep. 22.4 <laughs> points for me. Anyways, I'm sorry. I got a little excited. I, I haven't really <laughs> I tried I to really tell you about fantasy. Much. I tried to tell yeah. you it's fun. It makes it more interesting. I'm t- I tried to it tell is, you. It's pretty fun. I tried to tell you. Try to tell you, but anyways, look. All I can um, say is look out, look out, JetX Fantasy Football League, because your boys coming. <laughs> I left almost ninety but, points on the bench. Nonetheless, LSU also won uh, in pretty uh, dominant fashion. Uh, the way you wanted it to go, the way you uh, expected this to go, um, for, sure. for LSU. Um, obviously, the big theme was was sense of urgency, sense of urgency. Uh, we saw that. But we'll, we'll, I, I don't want to get too much into that. We'll get ahead of ourselves. We we want to recap the game, discuss the game uh, some more uh, here in a little bit. But, Zach, gosh, holy smokes. What a weekend in college football. Holy Dude. cow. You, you, great weekend you have, in college football. Uh, Maybe not a great weekend for some <laughs> fan bases. I'm about to say, it ain't great weekend. College football in general, great weekend. Uh, It was a great weekend. I mean, it was a fun weekend. That's for sure. We got Uh, some fan bases to dog, right? We got some fan bases to dog. Look, I I don't want to shove stuff down my throat too too soon, speak too soon, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if... I don't know, Brian Kelly, was your problem. Notre Dame fans, they weren't your problem. It's not your problem. BK wasn't your problem. God, dog. Look, it is it is death, taxes. This is in the words of, of, of the academic dean here in Williams at Williams Baptist. University, in the words of the academic dean, Sir Dr. Ryan Putman, death, taxes, and Notre Dame being overrated. <laughs> and I say, Amen, sir. Amen. Amen. Overrated. Preach. BK was never your problem. The eighth, the 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 eighth ranked team in the country should never lose to Marshall in your own stadium. Are they still A&M ranked, fans? Reagan? Are they still ranked? A&M fans. You should never, never lose to Appalachian State as the sixth-ranked team in the country. This is why preseason rank- rankings mean absolutely nothing. Reagan, did you know that in the last four seasons, in the last four seasons, Texas Gosh. A&M has had a top seven recruiting class? Appalachian State, the highest ranking, the highest rated recruiting class in their last four years, 63rd. Yeah. Now, I mean, and AM has been a top four, top seven class in the last four years. Now, look, 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 look. There are some transfers that are on those teams. I mean, uh, Chase, is it Chase Bryce at Appalachian State? He's, the quarterback that transferred from Clemson. Um, so he's not like a horrible quarterback, right? But look, 
All right, let's focus in on one right now. We'll focus in on the A&M one, for, I guess, first, since I'm already talking about it. Chase Bryce did transfer from Clemson. But look, Appalachian State in week one allowed 60, 66 points to a middle-of-the-pack ACC team, North Carolina. Yeah. They allowed 60 Six points. And AM could AM scored one. One offensive touchdown on them. And Max Johnson didn't touch the field. The other touchdown came off of a kickoff return from the same player who scored the first touchdown. That, I mean, that is the that is the only player you got. H.E. is like oh, the only player they got rolling for him right now. Look, A&M's got some dudes at receiver. Evan Stewart, Anaya Smith. There's one other dude. I always forget his name. But there's, a, uh, there's another dude. All three of the guys are studs. But they ain't got nobody throwing the football to them. And the, the, the offensive scheme is, is stale as a saltine cracker. I mean, just mm-hmm. awful. I mean, terrible. So much for Jimbo Fisher being a quarterback whisperer. Holy cow. Hey, LSU probably dodged a bullet twice on Jimbo. Am I wrong? No. Did we dodge a bullet twice? I don't twice? Think so. 2016, deal was done. Joe Oliva obviously screwed that up. Thanks, Joe Oliva, for something. We signing. all know. We all know. Look, and I'm willing to admit it. Now, look here. Listen to this real quick. I've been sick, okay? I've been sick and tired of seeing people in the media, on Twitter, on social media in general, acting like Billy Napier chose Florida over LSU. Like like LSU pursued Billy Napier and missed because of Florida. No. You're tripping. Your trip, you 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 think Billy Napier is our first choice? You think? No, I'm not. I'm not discrediting Billy Napier. I think he's a great coach. But you you think we're going LSU? Last three national championship or, or last three coaches won a national championship. You think we're going after ULL's coach before Notre Dame's all time winning coach Brian they Kelly? They freaking like contacted the, Dabo, like. Do you do you do you see the logic in the thought process in thinking we missed on Billy Napier, then went, then then went and got Brian Kelly? Like really, that that narrative's got to end. Number one, but agreed. Hey, maybe we missed, uh, dodged a bullet on Scott. Uh, I will admit, Scott. I mean, Scott Woodward wanted Jimbo. It's already been reported. We offered him tons of money. I'm glad he said no. I'm glad he said no. Yeah. Because, dude, you have you have unlimited, unlimited resources at Texas A&M. There is, there's, there's no excuse, no excuse whatsoever. That that booster organization at Texas A&M, that program will fork out any dollar amount 
Number one for NIL deals for all these recruiting classes. Number two for any coach you want to bring to this staff as your assistants. So there is, there is, I mean, you got top-notch football facilities down at Texas A&M. Kyle Field ain't no joke. And you allow Appalachian State to roll in there and beat you? You have you have one less win. You have one less win than what Kevin Sumlin does throughout his tenure the, the same amount of time. It's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. Yep. I, I think we dodged a bullet twice, Zach. I, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm pretty pleased with who we got. <clears throat> I don't disagree, bro. I do not disagree. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be extremely frustrating for AM fans. Like I would, oh, I'd be like, livid. Look, LSU fans, look, we were down in the dumps. We were down the dumps after the Florida State game. I mean, I got to be honest. I was, I was pretty down in the dumps after the after the Florida State game. It was rough, especially driving all the way down there. It was rough, but you can't be with the future in sight, though. The future's in sight, exactly. though. But also, they've had this be Notre for Dame. years. Now. You could be Notre Jeez. Dame. You could be Texas A and M. Tell them about Notre Dame, Zach. Tell about Notre, Notre Dame, Dame and Marcus. You could Freeman. be Texas. Golly, y'all, they're zero and three since Brian Kelly left. They're zero and three. You're worried. You're worried. You. The biggest criticism has been Brian Kelly can't coach the big games. Brian Kelly can't handle the big games. Marcus Freeman struggled and lost in a cupcake game. Now I won't. Say, I mean, marshmallow, marshmallow, marshmallow. <laughs> Where's we're gonna call them? They are a marshmallow. Well. Marshall well. is a marshmallow for Notre Dame. You should roll over them. Golly. Now I mean, all I mean, no disrespect to Marshall. They've got a pretty good program over there, you know, and they recruit. Yeah. They recruit pretty well, you know, for a lower tier <sighs> school, and they've competed, but. They ain't got the talent Notre Dame's got. Though. No, you should be. You should no. be. That should be no, no problem. And they looked horrible. You know who yeah. else looked horrible? Reagan. They didn't. They won, but Auburn looks terrible. Oh, Auburn. Yeah. Now yeah. we'll talk about we'll talk about this, Reagan. We'll talk about this when we get to our last segment. But after this weekend, yeah. After it, yeah. after watching Texas A yeah. and M, after yeah, watching absolutely. Auburn. After watching Absolutely. Arkansas, after watching <coughs> Alabama, yep. things have changed. Things have changed. Look, bro, to every now and then we gotta we as LSU fans have to on our own accord. You gotta like take the the purple and gold glasses off right and, and see it for see things for what it is right like you got to take your bias your, you got to set your biases aside sometimes when there's things happening Notre Dame fans need to take the gold flecked glasses off right now you you are so blinded by the tradition the tradition of the Notre Dame program. Guys, you ain't you ain't you ain't won the national championship in 34 years. 
Your last five coaches ain't done it. You might not have a coaching problem. You probably got a program problem. Maybe not a problem. Maybe something that's holding you back. And there is. I mean, you. if Notre Dame wants to be the best school academically in the country, keep doing what you're doing. Notre Dame is a top-notch academic school, high standards, you know, an excellent school. I'm not going to take that away from Notre Dame. But when you have those expectations, you limit yourself to who you can bring into your athletic programs. When you have a fan, when you got like a five-star, I mean, you got five-star receiver, five-star running back, whatever it may be. If they got like, like, like people, if you got like a 3.5, which is a good GPA, that's A's and B's, bro. You can't get into Notre Dame with that. So guess what? That recruit ain't going to Notre Dame. Guess where he can get in? Bama, Georgia, Clemson, LSU, A&M. Ohio State. Ohio State. You you can be making A's and B's and not get into Notre Dame. Like, you cap yourself. You put a ceiling on yourself for what you can do. Yes, Notre Dame has the tradition, the story of Rudy, the movie, the, 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 the NBC deal from back in the 80s. You know, like all of this tradition, you know, touchdown Jesus, the gold helmets. There's tradition galore. But college football is a different world now. Notre Dame ain't the only team on TV anymore. You can turn almost any college football game that's playing on a Saturday on the TV. I mean, you can turn almost any game on that you want to. With the ESPN app now, you could anything. ESPN Plus, you can watch just about. It is watch FCS game. It is a completely. Yes, it is a completely different world. And Notre Dame fans have to understand that that is your problem. I, I, I hate to call it a problem because putting academics first, yes, is a priority, but you have very high academic standards. Extremely high. Nothing wrong with that. But it limits who you can bring in. I mean, Zach, is Duke that good at football? No. Is Duke that good? Why? Extremely high academic standards. You cannot bring everybody, every recruit in. Is Stanford that good at college football? Are, are they an elite program contending for a national above, championship every above year? Above average at best. Right. Because you cannot bring the top-notch recruits in. Because of your academic standards every year, it is a it is something that is a good thing for your your academics. I mean, that is the number one reason you go to school. Nothing wrong with it, but if you got a kid who's a five star and he's making A's and B's, it might not be good enough to get into Notre Dame. Yeah. So I, I mean, you, it is what it is. If that's what you want to be, so be it. That's what you're going to be. You're just not going to win a national championship. But if you want to be a national championship contending team, 
maybe loosen up just a little bit, a little bit, so some players can get in there. Because I guarantee you there's some dudes that want to go to Notre Dame. I, I think they would. But you got a ceiling on top of yourself. So BK was never your problem. Uh, honestly, Marcus Freeman probably is a good coach. Probably not going to be your problem. Eventually, if he keeps losing, you'll make him the problem. Yeah. I mean, starting 0-3 is no excuse. Losing to Marshall is absolutely no excuse. And that's, that, is that's, a, that is a Marcus Freeman problem. That is a coach. That is a Marcus Freeman problem. That's on him. For sure. So, but Notre Dame fans, you got to take the gold glasses off. Take the gold, take the the, the luck of the Irish glasses <laughs> off of your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> like, take your leprechaun glasses off and see it without biases. It, it, it is what it is. There ain't always yes, a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yes. So, anyways, I, I, I'll step off the soapbox for, for a second. But, guys, this past weekend in college football was, was – boy, it shook some things up. All right, we talked about AM, We talked about Notre Dame. Now, how about Alabama? Yeah, Bro. that was that was pretty surprising. That was pretty – and then – but, but, they better be thankful they've got a freaking Heisman quarterback. I'm going to tell you right now. And they better be thankful that Quinn, Quinn Ewers went down early. Because he was <clears throat> yeah. tearing it up. He was tearing it up. If Quinn Ewers stays in that game, Texas wins. Texas wins. Texas wins. How many times did they get in the red zone they had to settle for a field goal? Because because that gum Hudson Card's limping. Yeah. Like, you yeah. had a quarter – you had your starting backup quarterback, quarterback gone, limping around. Your backup quarterback's limping the entire game. Yep. And you almost lost if it wasn't for your Heisman quarterback. That, the offense does not look good. They don't have wide receivers, Reagan, and they don't have an offensive that's, line. Yes, that's what I was about to say. When have we seen Alabama not have receivers that could just blow the top off or get or open an and offensive make things line happen? At once. I, I, I mean. Jermaine Burton's supposed to be that guy. He's supposed to be the He's not that guy. guy but he's, he's not, not that guy. He's not. He's not. He wasn't that guy at Georgia. That's why he left. Mm-hmm. Bro, he ain't that guy. He's not. And I'm not saying we're going to beat Alabama this year, but, dude, they look vulnerable. They sure I mean, do. there are some they weak look spots. very beatable. And, and holy moly, that has to be the most undisciplined Alabama team. Over 100 yards of penalty. Under Nick Saban I've ever seen. 15 penalties? That's bad. That's bad. It's really bad. Yep. Ray Powell asked if Aaron Anderson played. I'm pretty sure Aaron Anderson broke his leg or something like that. I'm pretty sure he's battling an injury, if if I remember correctly. Uh, but Aaron Anderson uh, did not play. I, I do not think so. I, I think he has an injury. I, I, I may be wrong on that, but I, I think I heard that he had an injury. But – Oh my goodness! Oh, uh, so Bama has clear weaknesses. The that was when you mentioned it. That's the number one thing that stood out to me. Yeah. Why are these receivers not getting open? The only people that were moving the ball was Bryce Young and Jameer Gibbs. That's it. That's it. Jameer Gibbs is their their best player outside of Bryce oh, Young. I mean, he's there. Uh, their offensively, best yes. Period. I mean, 
Texas was was, was was pressuring him, was wreaking havoc. The the receivers are not getting open. I, I mean, it was I don't know. That Jameer Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs was your leading receiver. I'm looking at now. 74. Yes, nine, yeah, I was about to say nine. He had five more receptions than the next than the, the than a receiver. The next as your running receiver. back. Yeah, that's... as your running back. Um, Jermaine Burton had two receptions for ten yards. Yeah, and they. We'll talk about that in the last segment. But look, this past weekend, and then, okay, and I know this one isn't as big, but I think it is because there's always week one overreactions, right? Um, Florida beats Utah. They're the number seven team in the country. They come to Gainesville. They lose. I guess an unranked. Then Kentucky comes. Florida team. Yes. And then Kentucky, and everybody's like, oh, my God, Anthony Richardson might be a Heisman candidate, right? And then Kentucky comes in, and Anthony Richardson did not look good. I mean, he did some good things, but he didn't look good. Anthony Richardson has the lowest completion percentage in the SEC right now. Right now. So, all of that being said, all of that being said, this past weekend, LSU ain't by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> LSU isn't by any stretch of the imagination, like, just out of this. I, like, I agree. I agree. I think the the there is always week one overreactions. Brian Kelly takes LSU to New Orleans. You, yes, three quarters, it looked bad. Fourth quarter, you looked excellent. You I mean, also consider great, and you literally got the job done. What? But you, you had a PAT blocked. Like, and they overreact, right? And you had several, several mistakes. Several, you several mistakes. Many mistakes. And I mean, what, it looks like what season teams is Mike Norvell in? Corrected. Yeah, he's in his third what season. What season is Mike Norvell in? And Jordan Travis, and you've is got a third, yeah. And you've got you've got a very experienced and really good defensive line that they had. The, their offensive oh, line mean, proved to, their, their, team. their offensive line proved to be a lot better than people thought, and their wide receivers thought to be proved to be a lot better than people thought. So, so I, we easily, if you correct a few mis, which the mistakes happened, Zach. I, I so wish, which, you know, you can always say this, but I so wish LSU could have played somebody before Florida State. Or at least Florida State doesn't play Duquesne first. Yeah. Because when you go and smack Duquesne across the face, you got a lot of confidence coming in your next game. Winning big builds confidence, so you go play confidently. You go like you go smack their mouth. Now you go play LSU in New Orleans, right? Like it's on. Whereas LSU, it's your first game, new coach, new Nerds. staff, new players, new quarterback. It's a packed stadium. Like this is like right. 
The confidence isn't instilled yet. This is your first time running the offense in-game. So you really wish LSU could have played somebody first. Or at least Florida State doesn't play Duquesne. Then that game's probably differently, right? Like if these mistakes on your your special teams happen against Southern or whoever you play in a week zero game or maybe just a week one game, before you go play Florida State, you make those corrections, and that game is probably a different story. The two yeah. muff punts don't happen. If you play with a sense of urgency more against Florida State instead of starting slow, all of those things, you probably win the game. And you almost did win the game. Yep. So by no means is LSU just out and done. We act, you know, like the overreaction is oh, we're through already. Anyways, all right, Zach, let's get into some comments and let's move on to talking about the Southern game. Big weekend in college football. Really gets me excited for this coming weekend. And we'll talk about this coming weekend on our next episode. But let's get into some comments real quick and then we'll we'll, we'll, we'll recap the Southern game, Zach. All right, Tyler Townsend coming in here. Appreciate you coming in, Tyler. He says uh, it's seven and five. It's Texas seven and five now instead of Texas eight and four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna to be tough for Texas A and M, especially with how they looked. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe Look, they can get it together, but it's gonna to be tough for them to not eight. be eight and four, seven and five. Surely, surely, especially after that. Surely you try Max Johnson out. Surely you do. We'll like see. I think Jimbo's Jimbo's not an idiot coach. Which I mean, I don't, I don't know idiot. if you heard this, Reagan, but Carl mentioned it. Jimbo said Max was going to come in, but they ran out of time. What? He ran. You ran out of time. Like you ran out of time, bro. What are we gonna What are we gonna do? Bring him in the last possession. Like you watch A and M. You watch your offense stall the whole game. Yeah. Good lord! You scored one touchdown, one offensive touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, bad. that's. You probably see Max Johnson this week. Uh, Brandon. No, they're playing Reese. my. Bro, they're playing Miami. Miami's coming yeah, to College Station. That's massive. That's massive. Bro, I mean, I might pick my. We got our picks coming up. I might Bro. pick Miami. Tyler Van Dyke may come in there and dice that up. Most of LSU's opponents looked beatable this past weekend. We're we're gonna yeah. get to that, Brandon. We're gonna get yeah, to we're that. gonna get to it. Um, Carl Dunn mentioned this first Notre Dame coach to start off zero and three. Oh, uh, if you're listening on the audio podcast, you probably heard a snicker a little bit <laughs> during. Uh-huh. During a conversation, Brandon Ree, this is what made a snicker. Brandon Ree said, "What about Eli Ricks?" Yeah, that was. Uh, I never want to hate so, on a kid. I never okay. want to hate on a kid, but you could be starting right now. Is he you hurt? Be... No, he went out and played special teams, bro. He was on special teams unit. He ain't hurt. You could be a starting corner right now, hey, bro. opposite of Jared Bernard. Hey, bro, how how you let a dude named Kool Aid beat you out? How you let yeah, hey, Kool Aid beat you out? Dwight McLaughlin looks better than him right now because Dwight McLaughlin is killing it over at Arkansas. All right, uh, <laughs> Brendan Reese also said if LSU plays the way they did against Southern going forward, they can pull off some upsets. I don't, 100%. I don't disagree there. I do want to talk about the Southern okay. game because I we'll believe there also doesn't need to be an overreaction with the Southern game. But, 100%. 100%. um, anyways, uh, normal guy. Not sure who this is, but I love the background. Um, my Saints. Who that? 
pulled off the big, big comeback. I know, Reagan, you're not a big, as big of a Saints fan as I am. I'm a Bengals bro, fan, so I'm pretty. That was awesome. I mean, pretty, I am too. I, I'm, I'm more of a Saints fan, but yeah, I watched the Bengals and I was standing up nervous because, you know, I wanted Joe. And they pulled it off and then they couldn't freaking make a field goal twice. Well, twice it, was the, it was the long snappers. Definitely the long snappers. The long snappers. Two high snaps. The, Two the, high snaps. The backup uh, tight end. They're the long snap. Yeah. Because yeah, the dude tore his bicep or something like that. So, brutal. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, normal guy. I'm not sure who this is. Are you going to reveal yourself, normal guy? All right. Uh, he says, what up, He's Zach? What's guy. up, my guy? What's up, normal guy? I am also a normal guy. But um, not sure who you are, but glad to have you in here, man. Keep joining us. Uh, Ray Powell said, I hope Jaden Daniels comes back next so we can return the O-line for year two under BK. I doubt – I, I really it. highly oh my doubt gosh. I wish he would Jayden come back. Comes back. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, Brennan Reese said, if back, they bro. lose to Miami, they'll mm. probably at least lose mm, four mm, or five mm. more games. I don't know about that, Brandon. We'll see. Um, they're not going to lose to Auburn. I don't think they lose to Auburn. I don't think they lose to <laughs> – Oh, I don't know, because they probably would lose to Arkansas. They'll probably lose to State. Probably lose to – I don't know. We'll see. I wonder we'll who see. their East teams uh, are. Normal guys part of PHL family for Carter. Awesome. I know I've seen normal guy around either on Twitter or in Carter's chats. So, oh, Danny girl, good to see you here. Guys. Yeah, what's Reagan, up? We, so, this Friday, quick announcement before we, we, we transition, take a break and transition here. This Friday – um, we're going to be doing a trivia. I've decided, I've decided, Reagan, every month, once a month, we're going to release a trivia. trivia question on Friday, on a Friday, the beginning, the first Friday of the month. Now, we didn't <coughs> do it this past time because Reagan, you know, was sick. Uh, anyways. Appreciate that. But Appreciate yeah, that. <laughs> so, we're going to do some that. trivia this Friday. Um, and if you want to get a chance, oh, Danny Girl made me think of it because she um, tried out our first trivia she- you know, she, she did. She did. She did all right. She had a correct answer, but it wasn't the correct answer. Um, <laughs> on the last trivia question, uh, JP ended up uh, winning our last trivia. Yep. So yep, yep, yep. we're gonna ask a trivia question this Friday. So y'all be ready for that. And whoever wins is gonna get a free TA merchandise item. Okay. Um, it can be the bucket hat. That's kind of our signature, but. If you want it to be something else, you can also go and check it out, and we'll show that here shortly. Um, you can go check out our merch and pick out something once you win the trivia. So, anyways, she said, I don't need no stinking participation trophy. I lost. <laughs> we ain't giving you a participation trophy. Just win the next one. We got you, Danny girl. We got you. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Um, those that are going to be joining us next Friday to enter into the trivia question, uh, maybe you can find something on here you like. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to recap LSU Southern and discuss the future for LSU football this season. Tigers Avenue is proud to announce that we now have TA merchandise. You can find all of our merchandise by heading over to tigersavenue.com and clicking on the merchandise tab. We have everything from T-shirts, hoodies, shorts, Joggers, hats, and beanies. We've even got shoes, Converse, and slides. Head over to our accessories tab where you can find blankets, bumper stickers and license plates, magnets and stickers, 
mugs, bottles, and tumblers. Phone cases. You can find tech and office and outdoor products like a mouse pad, a puzzle, a notebook, and more all at tigersavenue.com. Head on over to tigersavenue.com today, click the merchandise tab, and get yours now. Like yes, that. sir. A little bit different. A little bit different. We had, we had, we had to do that. We had to do that for our audio podcast because uh, if you're ever if we ever listen on the potty audio podcast, you just all of a sudden hear a song. <laughs> Where I got this way, you don't know what's happening. <laughs> so I had to put a little audio in there for for our merchandise. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey, anyway. go buy some merchandise. Go buy some merchandise. Your chance to so, win some free merchandise this Friday. Zach, of course, we got to talk about. We we talked about. You know college football as a whole uh, this past weekend. Um, we got to talk about the LSU Tigers. Um, historic game, first time you ever played Southern University. Um, team about eleven miles uh, from your campus, Baton Rouge against Baton Rouge Jaguars versus Tigers. Uh, so yeah, it was a historic night, and of course, Human Jukebox was in there. Uh, their their famous band and. Um, it was a great night. I mean, it was great atmosphere. The stadium was packed. Um, it didn't stay that way though, uh, <laughs> for a good reason. Uh, so, um, LSU dominated 65 Absolutely to 17 dominated. was your final score. Um, and it was over in the first quarter. It, it might have been over Zach on the opening kickoff. I, I mean, <laughs> as soon as that happened, holy like, smokes. Up. At least in my um, mind, I thought it was over. The emphasis of the week being start with a sense of urgency, you got it. Uh, you got it this week. LSU goes out and has its highest scoring quarter in program history. Yep. In, in program... Program history. <laughs> That includes the 2019 season. You go out there and you put up 37 points in the first quarter. And, I mean, it kind of became pretty obvious why this game probably hasn't been played yet, right? Uh, I mean, no disrespect to Southern, but, you know, you you have mutual respect for the schools. You don't want to. You don't want to bring them in and just humiliate them. I mean, I think there was a lot of respect in what was done. I don't think you humiliated them. Um, well, maybe, but anyways, there was a lot of the second you know, half other was only festivities. fourteen to fourteen. Yeah, uh, it's all it or needed. Fourteen to seventeen, be. actually. I think. Yeah, yeah. It was fourteen hey, to seventeen. Oh, they outscored the second they half. Outscored you in the second half. <laughs> Their second yeah. half team. The uh, sky is falling. <laughs> Southern outscored us in the second half. <laughs> but look, no, I, I mean, look, you, Zach, obviously you can't overact on this game. I mean, can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, for me, the biggest thing that I wanted to see is I, I wanted to see 
what LSU did. You know, that that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see because I think there was, you know, maybe in the back of some LSU's fans' mind, this lingering thought of what if this game is closer than we like? Like, what if yeah. what if this is like a 30-something to 17 ball game? You know? Oh, Lord. And LSU went out and scored 30 in the first quarter. And you were like, all right. Reagan, it was the first – I think it might be the first time in watching LSU football that I was like, okay, I'm going to flip the channel. I'm going to – I'm going to yeah. change the <laughs> it, it, I mean, yeah. honestly, honestly, it really was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I've never – even in blowouts, I've never, yeah. like, changed the channel. At, le- at, le- at, the, at least while I was playing. I, maybe while on a commercial break, I flipped it. But yeah, while the game's going on, I don't flip the channel from LSU football. I flipped the channel from LSU football during this it game. It happened so fast. I mean, it, it was boom, so boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I mean, you had you had the the fumbles, you had the interception, the tipped interception. That when Micah Micah basketball, good grief, the dude just went off this game. But yeah, he's got to play more. I think I think you cleaned up some areas where, even though it was the the level of talent was far in superior. You cleaned up in some areas that you were a mess in um, against Florida Southern, mainly special teams. Um, Yeah, special teams are great. Not Peyton Todd, excuse me. Jay Bramlett. Bramlett. Averaged over 40. I think he averaged around 44 yards a punt. Um, You brought in in the walk-on to receive – Received punts. He fielded everything cleanly, and he even got a pretty good run he back. Great, he looked, looked great. Good. I mean, I mean, everybody's kind of like, uh, you know, <laughs> whenever the ball's coming down, oh, and you're man. seeing it, you're like, uh, oh yes, you know, like your butt cheeks clench a little bit, and you're like, uh, okay, all right, we're good. You know, pause, <laughs> but like, God, we were good. I know. We were, yeah, <laughs> we were good. You know, he fielded yeah, clean, fielded, fielded the punts cleanly, and. Um, looked good. Even got a pretty good return on the first one. I think an 18 yard, uh, punt return. Yeah. And so those were things that even though it was the level of opponent, you, you, those you improved on, you cleaned up. Right. Yeah. Um, now what's going to, what we're going to have to wait and see is the offensive line. Cause yeah, I really, I really, I really fully believe it doesn't matter who you throw out there in that game, offensive line, they were going to dominate that game. They were going. They were going to get yeah. pushed. They were going to yeah, dominate. Yeah. I think LSU did do a little bit better of establishing <clears> the run. I think again, m- the majority of that was due to the level of opponent. Um, and we'll get into this when we discuss all this on Friday. But this weekend is going to really determine, you know, if LSU made corrections on the offensive line and in the run game this week. Yeah, this weekend will determine. You also that. get John Emery back. Not this past weekend. You also get John Emery back, which was big. Um. I gotta be honest though, I'm still I'm still not yeah, impressed with the running game. Sure. I, mean, I know they had some big I know they had some big um you know big breakout breakout runs, but I yeah, mean Armani there was a had few, a few really good runs. There was a few times though, Reagan, where they got stuffed in the backfield and the defensive line came through the offensive line and they got stuffed in the backfield. I mean, there was too many times for my comfort. <sighs> early I in the uh, I didn't see you many times early in the game where it was. There just was two tough. or three times, to- two or three times in the first half. I mean, during like, the second oh. half, uh, the, the second half quarter, I definitely second half like. we don't count that. Second half we don't count that. Um, 
So regardless, the, Daniels, po- the opponent. I mean, Jane Daniels again, phenomenal. He was ten of eleven. Very people efficient. Continued, I don't know why people Very continue efficient. to question his accuracy. Um, and it also, I mean, we saw this, but it was very. I want to say I, I don't. I'll say this, and it maybe it may, it might come off wrong a little bit, but it was very evident that they wanted to get Kayshawn more involved. And I agree. Oh, yes, yeah. get Kayshawn more involved. He's your best player on the field. But it seemed a little forced, honestly. Um, I think that needs need to, to kind of flow. Confidence. But I get it. Need you know, against that against that team, you know. Uh, completely understandable to me. It seemed a little forced, um, you know, because what kind of message does it send when you're, you know, when you got a player that's kind of upset and whining in the Florida State game <coughs> that he's not getting the ball, although he had four drops and if he catches the ball there, he, you know, he, he has a pretty good day. But, um, you know, what kind of message does that send? I, I'm not a really well, big, big, big fan also- of that, but. I also would say maybe his attitude wasn't too much of a pouty, I'm not getting the ball. I also think he was beating himself up over the drops. There was, Probably. There, there was, there was definitely some of that, too. So you Probably. give the dude you, – you, uh, number one, you put the, the ball in the playmaker's hands. You want to put the ball in Kayshawn's hands. And he made play. Was it intentional? Yes, it was intentional. Did he need some confidence? Did he need to make the ball move a little bit? Yes, it needed to happen. So was it forced? Was it intentional? Absolutely. But I mean, I understand why. I mean, I'm, I'm also glad you mentioned that. So I'm also glad that Malik got a confidence, confidence builder, got a touchdown. I uh, had a really big catch uh, from Garrett Nussmeyer. Um, yeah. Brian Thomas had a really big catch. Now, Jaden underthrew that ball, but I think he intentionally, you know, underthrew that ball because he was so wide open. At that point, you just don't want to oh, miss. Yeah. You just don't want to miss throw, your, yeah. you just don't want to miss a guy. So, you know, that's fine. I don't think Jaden, you know, Threw that ball because of he just messed up. I think he. I think that was. Yeah, a it also don't matter as. Yeah. So, in, um, in this type of game, does it doesn't matter? Like, I'm sure you know. Hey, he's this wide open. Let me play it safe. Make yeah, sure he exactly. gets it. Um, I think the biggest, by far, the biggest, the two biggest takeaways for me was, a, there is no quarterback controversy. Period. No, because um, Garrett struggled and made some really poor decisions against a really bad team. Um, the pick six <coughs> is inexcusable. Like you're, you're like this. You ain't Garrett. All respect to you, dude, but you're not Pat Mahomes. Like you can't sidearm that thing while you're falling down, and there's no receiver anywhere in sight. Like you, I feel like if straight to the player DB. was. Re- I feel like if the play was reviewed, it would also have been called down. Like almost regardless, positive that it was down. regardless, regardless, just take thing. the sack. Just take, take the, the sack. sack. You're in a you're blowing them out. Take the sack. Take the sack. Um, the forced ball uh, when he's trying to redirect traffic, that was bad. Off that his bad. back foot, spinning yeah, around. Off his back foot. He didn't right see the hand. Safety. Yeah, and that's why that is why Jaden Daniels is. You're still hadn't committed three. a turnover. Who still, still hasn't committed a turnover. Yep. Um, that's why Jane has got. He's experienced. He hasn't turned the ball over. And he makes smart decisions. You know, I, I I have full confidence in Garrett. You know, I think Garrett could potentially be our guy next year. But he's got to be smarter with the football. And we've had a whole new coaching staff 
transition over and you're still making the same mistakes that you were making in the last coaching regime. That's a that's a Garrett Nussmeyer problem. That's not a coaching sure. problem. That's a Garrett sure. Nussmeyer problem. When you see it happening in both, yeah. both groups. I think there's um, also a little bit of of effort. Like you're the backup guy. You want to go in there and make something happen. Catch up. Don't yeah, you're you're forcing a little bit more than probably he would normal, but still it is the same problem. Turnovers is is still the same problem that he had. Um, guys, Jaden Daniels is number one in QBR rating in the SEC. Number yep. one. Stop the sleeping dude has been on very the man. Efficient. He's very efficient. And mm-hmm. you give this dude some time. We have elite receivers. I I think this team can be very good this year and have a very solid year. Um, yep. I, I think the play of the night for me, um, you know, there was a few times last week. <clears throat> I mean, he was running for his life, so give him. I'll I'll cut him some slack. Jaden Daniels probably did get out of pocket a little bit sooner than he needed, and he's definitely getting a pass for that. But I loved the the touchdown pass to Jack Besh. Jack Besh, um, that's the play of the game. Uh, the the moving out of the pocket, extending the play, comes to the the line of scrimmage. And instead of tucking and running, sees the open receiver, fires it in, you know, on the run, an accurate throw to the back corner of the end zone. Um, I mean, I mean, Jack had to get out and get it, but like receivers are expected to do that. He made a throw on the run before the line of scrimmage. Instead of taking it when he very easily could have, he makes the throw to the open receiver. It's a touchdown. It was a great play. It was a great play. Um, that was my play of the game. Uh, for me, that was my play of the game. It was awesome. Um, uh, so I, I, I was really encouraged with that. Um, maybe he wasn't as happy feet to, to, to take off. Uh, but the recognition that he saw that and made the throw was really encouraging for me. Uh, so Zach, I mean, it's something to build off of. It's a confidence booster. You were able to create some mistakes. Uh, you got state ahead this week. We're going to preview state in our next episode. Um, in Baton Rouge, you got state, um, but Zach, let's talk about the future a little bit. We've talked about LSU this past weekend. And we also talked about the scope of college football and how it got flipped upside, upside down, uh, from what everybody thought. And I think it should give LSU fans some hope and some better perspective on the season then, oh boy, we just lost the Florida State game one by one point. The world's falling. We're going to go seven and five. We're going to be five and seven, right? As you saw this past weekend, LSU ain't going five and seven. There's going to be games that LSU is not expected to win. They're going to win. There's past two seasons, LSU has won games that they were not expected to win, that they did win. So, and you have a much better coaching staff that's going to make adjustments throughout the season. Um, so, Zach, let's talk about <coughs> how LSU still controls its own destiny. You you have not played a single conference game yet. You got your first conference game this weekend. LSU still has everything in front of them. Yes, you lost the first week by one point. You make you make adjustments. You try to correct the problems. You move forward. This past weekend shed some some light of hope. 
I mean, really did. A&M looks winnable. Florida looks winnable. Auburn. Auburn looks winnable. Your tough games are Arkansas, Bama, and Tennessee. But Bama definitely has its problems, and you get to play them in Baton Rouge. So there is and Tennessee's defense. Tennessee's defense doesn't look, you know, fantastic. Look, hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. Now this may be too many connecting of the dots. This this may be one too many connecting of the dots. Pitt plays West Virginia, game one. It was a a tooth and nail fight. Yes. Yep. West Virginia just lost to Kansas. Kansas. Tennessee, and Tennessee almost lost to Pitt. And Tennessee went tooth and nail with Pitt. So, I, look, I'll tell you right now. Tennessee's offense looks good. But it looks like Hendon Hooker and Cedric Tillman. Is it Cedric Tillman? Uh, I, know I, know it's Till, Tillman. I know it's Tillman. I can't I remember it's if it's Cedric. But that's like their offense, bro. Yeah. Like, they got some other receivers that are going to make some catches. But, like... When he was going downfield, when he was taking shots to the end zone, it was Tillman. Like nine times out of ten, it was Tillman. Yeah. So, and their defense, you could definitely move the ball. I mean, if Keaton Slovis stays in that game, they like, win the game. Like they were, Pitt was in the same situation Texas was. Keaton Slovis gets hurt, and then their backup quarterback rolled his ankle and played yep. a very exact same ankle. situation. A very gimpy last, you know, several possessions. Like, it was the exact same. Like, the dude could barely make a handoff. He was so gimpy. Like, so, you get Tennessee in your stadium. You get Alabama in your stadium. Yeah, Auburn, you go to Auburn, but Auburn looks like, it don't look Trash. like Brian Harson is making it out this year. You put 24 it don't look points like up against San Jose State. It was a touchdown game, bro. They don't even know who their quarterback is. AM just lost to App State. You got to go to Kyle Field, but App State just beat them in Kyle Field. Yep. I think the most daunting teams in the West, right? The most daunting teams in the West right now is Arkansas and State. Arkansas and State, yeah. As all, Ole Miss is not impressive. I, I have friends that I talk to weekly that are Ole Miss fans. And, and, Guys, I, I've said it since the beginning before the season started. Jackson Dart ain't that good. I'm telling you right now, this past weekend, my, my my buddy who's an Ole Miss fan, he thought Luke Altmaier was about to take the job from him. Luke Altmaier. He ended up getting hurt. So now Jackson Dart's your guy. Jackson Dart ain't that good. They yeah. ain't got they, – all, all they got is – Zach Evans. Shoot. Yeah, I I was trying to think of the the receiver, not Trigg, the returning receiver. Gosh, I can't remember if it was Sanders or Mingo. I think Mingo's gone. But you lost Mingo and Drummond, and you have Sanders. Like, and they're, guys, Ole Miss defense looks like a group of five defense. Like, I, I, these are very winnable games. So, LSU controls its own destiny. Zach, how Mingo. do you feel? It's me. Okay, so Sanders, so Sanders and Drummond both left. Braylon Sanders 
and uh, Dontario, whatever, Drummond, uh, left last year. Those were their weapons, bro. Jonathan Mingo. And, and Matt Corral. Yeah. Jackson Dart is very overrated. Like, he is, he is average at best. And you get them in Baton Rouge. Yeah. So, Zach, with all that in mind, how are you feeling? I'm feeling a lot more confident than I did after Florida State, that's for sure. Um, because, you know, outside – I mean, there were some teams week one that I wasn't as impressed with. But there were some games I was like, I don't know. I don't know if else you can win them. Um, yeah. And now, and now I'm like, they can go beat Texas A&M and Kyle Field. They yeah. can they can definitely beat Auburn and Jordan Hare. Yeah. Um, they can go beat Florida and Gainesville. They can beat Alabama at home. Who would have ever said that? Look, now, here's that may change. Thing. That may change, right, Reagan? Because that may be that Saban, game Saban. for Alabama. Yeah, and that game may be what gets Alabama back to being Alabama. So, but right now, as it as it looks like. LSU could beat Alabama at home. LSU could beat Tennessee. I mean, all these games now I look at and I'm going, LSU can win that game. Every single one of them. Now, the one that is the farthest away that I think is Arkansas. Because Arkansas looks yeah. good. But their defense yeah. doesn't. I mean, you just gave up 30 points to Spencer Rattler and they should have scored more. Arkansas is also very one-dimensional. They yeah. rely very heavy on the run game. Very heavy. The the passing the passing for Arkansas, I mean, it's there at times, but the run game they rely on very heavily. Very heavily. So yeah. I, dude, I there if you go on the road and beat Auburn, you go on the road and beat AM, and then you pull off a few games at home, like <laughs> it's gonna. I mean, you could be competing for the West this year. I I think the West it's, is it's a open. is a it is a why it's gonna it's gonna be the Wild West. Like I think there's gonna be some teams beating up on each other. I I yeah. would make the argument that the East is stronger this year. Georgia, Kentucky, Kentucky Tennessee, Tennessee, Florida. Now, I mean, Florida just lost to Kentucky. But I would put but Florida that's them at fourth. I would put Florida at fourth so far in the yeah. like Georgia, Tennessee. I, I think Kentucky, there's. I think the Georgia, East is Kentucky, better this Tennessee. year. Yeah. So, I mean, I would put Kentucky at two right now because they just went into the swamp and won. I agree. Uh, Tennessee and Will Levis against... got rocked the whole game, and they still won. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, for me, it's like okay. There's a lot of games LSU's going to finish. It's going to compete in. There's probably gonna be some games you end up losing that maybe you expected to lose. Uh, there's gonna be some tooth and nail games. I, I really think it is. Um, but as it stands right now, I think like the the, the one I would just chalk up a loss w- would be Arkansas. The rest of them I think are fair game. The I, scary thing I, I about regular state. The scary thing about it is, it uh, the, like a lot of them feel like coin flips, and that that's what's scary. Yeah, yeah, and 
And what's crazy is is ESPN Power Index has LSU like favored in a lot of the rest of our games. Now yeah. I think Vegas, I think Vegas will end up having that differently. But if I remember correctly from this morning, ESPN Power Index had a lot of LSU uh, games favored in LSU's way after this past weekend. I mean, LSU, point being, so we're already at an hour, two minutes here. Point being, Zach, LSU controls its own destiny. We ain't played one single conference game yet. Overreactions from week one definitely happened. Definitely happened. So, settle in. The West is going to be wild. And there's some games LSU can definitely pull off. All I'm saying is, if Brian Kelly beats Bama year one, I don't care what he does in the rest of the games. I I do not (laughs) care. I do not care. I expected this year to be a a a, a eight and four, seven and five bowl game type of year. It can still be that year. If he beats Alabama, I'm the happiest fan you will ever see. <laughs> I I do not care. We can lose every other game. We beat Bama. I'm good. I'm good. After this past weekend, if you exploit them weaknesses, it's a very winnable game, Zach. They control their own destiny. So, I, LSU fans, it's going to be a lot of fun. You got to start with State, and I think State is, is one of the top Big teams. Big game this weekend. Look, I've, Danny, who, look, who's been telling y'all? Who's been telling y'all? Hey, who's Will been Rogers saying is it? Good. Who's Will been saying good. it? Remember when Reagan when I said I'm worried about State? Ray said, I don't know about now, it. Now. I mean, I Who's told you about the old this one, but state still state, state still state. Okay, and I'll take BK over Mike Leach. Will Rogers is good. Should have listened. Will Rogers is Y'all good. Should have listened. Should have listened to me at the beginning of the season when I said LSU might lose the state. Y'all should have listened. But also, okay. Also, 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 they played Memphis and they played Arizona. Okay, they played Memphis. And they played Arizona. Time to play the big boys for both teams. Now you got to put your, now you got to buckle your chin strap, and you got to come to Death Valley at night. Woo! It's a different environment. I need this it's week to get over with quick. I need this. I need this week to zoom by. All right, Zach. We're an hour five minutes in. We need to hit some comments. We need to hit a break, uh, and then we need to wrap this show up. Let's start some comments in there. Get our fantastic fans some upsets. Wholeheartedly agree. Um, Most media people and fans were ready to throw a parade for Napier after that Utah game. How's it look now? Um, I I honestly still think Napier will do good. I still think Napier will do good. I'm I'm not throwing the towel at him. To beat Utah, but the overreaction. Yes, to 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 react like, oh, it's a better hire. Brian Kelly lost game one. Billy Napier won game one. Well, they win. They won the hire. LSU lost. Yep. Right. Like that's overreaction. Uh, overreaction. Oh, Danny Girl said East uh Georgia one, Kentucky two, Tennessee three. I agree with that. 
Uh, Reagan mentioned that West Bama won Arkansas two three is a toss up. I also agree with that. I mean, state. I know Bama struggled. I'll also, take state Bama, three. put state at three. You know, if LSU wins this weekend, maybe LSU. Um, you know, yeah. LSU. I really feel like I mean, but like I feel like the that 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 statement there by Dan, oh Danny girl like the East. I would put my money on that. The West, yeah. heck no, I ain't going anywhere near it. I ain't no, going anywhere, anywhere near that. It's wild. Um, she also list. said this is going to be a fun year, a fun SEC year for sure. Can't wait to see everyone uh, keep picking each other off one by one. I just hope they ain't picking us off one by one. That's all I care about. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Doug knows what's up, man. I love, <laughs> dude. I've seen, I've seen this guy's been on the uh, AYS show a lot, dude. I love Doug the profile. I, have, I haven't gotten to mention that to you, Doug, because I'm in the background for Blake's show, but the Kevin I love, Sumlin. Yeah, like <laughs> it's Jimbo fish. looking in the mirror, and it's 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 Kevin Sumlin. <laughs> Which, by the way, you saw a stat, Reagan. <laughs> Kevin Sumlin, his first 50 games, 36 14. He's better. He's a game Jimbo, better than him. In your first 50 games at AM, 35 and 15. He's a game better. Yep. Uh, he said Carter seems pretty confident. Uh, what does he seem confident in? The win against State? I would love it. I would love it. Hey, get Carter's that last confident. comment. I want to I talk about that last comment real quick. That last comment. This is in Nebraska hired. Let me say something real quick. Okay, number one, the Sun Belt had an amazing week. Georgia Southern also beats Nebraska. Scott Frost is finally fired from from Nebraska. <laughs> Almost said Notre Dame. Nebraska. Um, for all of you Nebraska fans, l- let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. You better take Sam Pittman off your list because it ain't happening, Joker. I'm going to tell you something right now. I live in Arkansas. You will have to split hell wide open to get Sam Pittman <laughs> to leave Arkansas right now. Yeah, he ain't Sam Arkansas. Pittman is is Arkansas's oh, Lord and Savior home. right now. <laughs> they they worship Sam Pittman. They they love Sam Pittman. For all you Nebraska fans, oh, there ain't no Nebraska fans watching, but I just got to say it. Nebraska fans that think Sam Pittman's going to be on their list, you're tripping. You you <laughs> are not. You are not tripping. pulling Sam Pittman, who who has one of the, the best teams in the SEC West right now in Fayetteville, yeah, no. whose fan base would do anything for him. He ain't leaving. It ain't happening to go to Nebraska in the Big Ten. You want to go be a corn husker? That's almost <laughs> as bad as being a hog. Oh my gosh. We go husk uh, corn. See. God. <laughs> that is not Runner, happening. Runner not is, happening. Uh, Jake Crane thinks Hugh Freeze would be the best hire. I, I, I don't think. I mean, that'd be good. I, I mean, Honestly. yes, it would be yeah. the best hire. Yes. I don't think Hugh Freeze <clears throat> leaves Liberty for Nebraska. You never know. Uh, Doug knows. I uh, said yes. Carter thinks LSU beats State by ten plus. That gives me confidence because I trust what Carter says. I would love that. I I, I trust what Carter says. I Carter is very oh, a that. very very smart individual when it comes to football, and he really knows how to analyze a game. So, and he does film study, and people that do film study they know what they're talking about. Um, now I'm not saying he's going to be 100 percent right, but. That gives me that honestly gives me some confidence uh, for LSU against State, knowing that Carter 
uh, has got them winning by 10. Plus, yep. that's encouraging. All right, Ray, let's take a break. And Hit a break. We we'll wrap it up. We will be yes. dismissed. Five-star hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem. And at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Five-star hero. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Wow. I just watched the Broncos kick a 64-yard field goal in Seattle to try and win the game. And it was it was very close. 64-yard field goal. It was very close. Russell Wilson goes back to Seattle and loses his first game as a Denver Bronco. It's Monday Night Football. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, that kick was close. It had the distance. Well, guys, it's been a fantastic show recapping the weekend. What a weekend in college football. What a weekend for NFL football. Holy cow. How many games ended because of a field goal? This game just ended because of a missed field goal. I mean, incredible weekend in in all of football. This is why we love football. Football is incredible. Favorite time of the year by far. LSU's got a big one this weekend against State. We'll be previewing it in our next episode on Friday here in the Tigers Avenue with our cousin, Leighton Sheremy, who is a State fan. Pumped to have him on the show. Uh, He'll be able to some great insight on all things Mississippi State football for this upcoming game. So y'all be tuning in for that so we can preview the game all together, get to your comments, your questions about the game. It'll be a great episode. We'll see you then on Friday. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace. Who that, who that five star? Who that, who that five star? And the LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers.